Mindac Africa podcast is born out of the desire to see young people live their best life being the platform that makes relevant information available to them. This is because young people can be better if they are exposed to the right information. Here we talk about finances, investment, relationship, religion, etc. If the information will impact the youth, Mind Act Africa podcast will talk about it. This is the Mind Hack Africa podcast, and I am your host, Ogui Chuku Pasca. It's been a minute, and we are back. And on the pod today, I have the pleasure and privilege of hosting Mr. Shewun. Mr. Shewun Odebani. Good evening, sir. How are you doing today? Um, good evening. I'm doing well. I'm doing very good. In fact, I appreciate the invite to come and share my insights, my experience to help and for other people to also, you know, lean into those actionable and relevant points that have used to grow, grow over the years. And I want to believe that even if it doesn't touch everybody, I want to believe like touch one person, just speaking to everybody generally, but it might just be somebody out there who would like to, you know, share in my experience and insights. So thank you for the invite, Ikim. Yeah, thank you for showing up. It's, it's a honor. So uh, before we, I just for context reasons, Mr. Shewin is actually a media and concept, but the TEDx speaker and the storyteller. So um, let's say I'm yielding the mic back, back to you now. So who is Mr. Shewin? What are you doing currently? I know actually also the convener of CGC conference, right? And um, I don't know if I got that. It's CGM conference, sorry. So go ahead to to um, tell us who is Mr. Shion and what do you do currently, sir? All right, thank you very much. Okay, so uh, Mr. Shion is a down-to-earth person. I am a storyteller. I like writing stories from young. And um, one day I thought to myself that how can I convert this writing um, to something that you can use in the business space or in the professional space? So I had the opportunity to showcase that. So once in a while, I write a couple of stories. I even have a bank of stories that I've not published yet, but I hope oh, wow. to publish it in the future. Yeah. Um, I like food. So I like to cook when I'm stressed out. I like to cook when I'm stressed out. Uh, writing is also therapeutic for me. And also I am in media communication. So I work in the FinTech, uh, specifically uh, the one that has to do with savings. So I manage um, anything, communications, PR, publicity, marketing, sales, name it. I'm doing everything. So it's a startup and uh, it's great. I've had the opportunity to be there for almost a year and a half now. And it's been exciting. It's been challenging. B2B and they're working B2C directly with customers as well. So it's been a very good experience. So that's just me in a very short Okay. Uh, do, you, do you mind sharing about the CGMC conference? So I found out that there's so many conferences out there. We have tech conferences. We have sales conferences. And I found out that we don't really have like a conference targeted at marketers themselves, people that are involved in product marketing, 
people that are involved in social media and the like. There's no particular conference that really puts into details creative. I mean, switching towards people that have this particular skill set. So why not come together, um, create a conference, create an environment where people can come together, share knowledge, share insights, as well as network with each other. Okay. Um. So the initial CGMC, what does it really stand for? It means content and growth marketing conference. Content okay. growth marketing conference. conference. Okay. So um, back to another question, literally. So after your graduation, your dream was actually to land a job in a top four. That is, there's this set of brand called the Big Four. So based on a tweet I saw from me earlier, you mentioned that was part of your dream. So how did that go, like between graduation and landing a role with a Big Four? Okay. Um, so uh, much like when I graduated, of course, the goal is to work for a Big Four, right? I just not... Yes, Big Four was part of them. And because I had I studied marketing, so if it wasn't a Big Four, it was a couple of uh, the exciting ones out there. Okay. But when I came out, I had a goal, and the goal was to get into one. So I did I did for Pricewaterhouse Coopers, I did for KPMG, I did for what's the other one? Okay, I'm trying and to and Young. Yes, NS Dayong. So I wrote the exams for the four of them. Three of them, I did not pass it, or I don't know how it went, but KPMG, yes, I passed KPMG. I remember when I passed the test, my sister's husband called me and he was like, oh, you passed the test. People didn't know you to pass this test. I was like, what's the big deal? What's the test, right? Yeah. And I saw so many people that I knew there. I saw so many first-class people, people that I knew they had first-class when we in school. They didn't pass the exam. And I just carried my tool and I said, ah, it's not by first-class. I have a first-class, but in the real life, your first-class will not fight for you. Yeah. So I had the... When I was called for the test, right? Yeah. Um, I passed the test, then I was called for an interview. I prepped, I did everything, but... What I saw at the interview was versus what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest interview I've ever had in my life. I've wow. had a lot of interviews, but wow. it was the weirdest. When we got there, we were about eight. We did a batch. A batch. So the eight of us were sent inside. Yeah. And we were divided into groups of four. And they told us that we were going to build a tower. Okay. And the first group was giving tape and paper to build a tower. Yeah. And we're giving 15 minutes to ensure that the tower is as high as possible. Okay. And I looked at my team members like, ah, <laughs> who, who, who does this kind of interview? Like, what's up with KPMG? What's, what's all this thing that's going on? And then they did the observation and they said, uh, what they were observing was if you had team spirit, Team leadership. I said, hey, okay, on top of this Beauty paper, and tape, right? <laughs> yeah. I said, okay, no problem. That's fine. That's good. And after that, they told us that we're going to do, I, I've never heard of it before. That was the first time I heard of it. They asked, what is queer education? And, and I was looking, okay, I've never heard of queer education before. And I said, uh, queer education is when, uh, 
when you have body house for for the ladies and body house for the guys. And I said what I what I wanted to say and I left. Just so that I said the wrong thing. Wow. Before I got home, I got an email. We thank you for participating. I'm sorry <laughs> you are to move on with you. It was really painful. I had hopes that because that was like the second to the last stage. So yeah, it was there was very that's the like second to the last stage. So it was like I didn't get this thing after going through like three stages, right? Yeah. And I didn't get this thing. So I told myself that okay, I mean, this is this is the end of the road for Big Four. Anyway, I don't think I want to write it again. And I was getting older, you know. There's an age bracket yeah. to you, stuff like that. So that was how the dream, not that the dream ended, but I had to think different yeah. at that point in time. You know, going coming out from school and then trying to get into a Big Four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh that was insightful in that first you didn't just give up on the stage where the first three failed, but you gave you kept giving that shot till you eventually got that opening. Uh, you also mentioned at some point 2016 was your breakthrough year, literally, because after the KPMG dream, you were in a setup, you didn't really like you didn't really experience the kind of progression you want. But yes. 2016 came and it was like your light bulb moment. Like you mentioned a post that was instrumental to that. Do you mind sharing about okay. that? Okay. Um, so when I, after the KPMG saga ended, I applied to a couple of places, Nestle, you know, a couple of F FMCGs. I know when I left school, in fact, I had a list of companies that I wanted to work for. That was the target, but yeah. life happens to you or Nigeria happens to you, like they say. Yeah. And I think I, I, after the running about and everything, um, I called my dad. I told him that your, your boy is looking for a job or I don't know what he's going to do and stuff like that. And yeah. said he was going to introduce. He was going to get talk to one of his colleagues in his club. I did the test, I did it, and I passed, and I got into the organization, right? And yeah. I got in as a contract staff in customer service, and I started working there. Um, the, there was so, so many perks that came with the job. There was boss, there was free air time, uh, but the pay was just average, right? I, I found out that I was stuck on the customer service role. There, there was literally no promotion, no increase in salary, nothing. I was not doing anything exciting. It was a monotonous job. And I looked at my degree and I said, I mean, I studied, I graduated in marketing. I won't come out and I'm not able to do anything. Well, year one, year two, year three, year four. And then uh, at, at about when I, was, when, when I was in 2015, I told myself that I'm giving myself a target of 2016 that I'm not going to work in this organization again. I would rather resign if they don't sack me. I'll resign and find something else to do because I can't continue doing this. That was how frustrated I was. Yeah. And I started looking out the opportunity. So I, I, I went to LinkedIn and the head of LinkedIn had opened a LinkedIn in 2011. I just opened a profile and that was the end. I didn't do anything exciting, anything. I didn't even know how it worked. And I, I just said, okay, let me just go to this professional platform. Let me sit down and see how it works. And I, I sat down there and... Um, I'll, I'll do one or two posts, I'll look around, I'll, you know, there were so many 
five people that were enjoying the platform. And I'm wondering like, what's going on? How are these guys enjoying this platform? Uh-huh. And I came across a post by somebody saying that there's a networking event. They were doing like a networking event for LinkedIn in um, Lagos, Nigeria. I was like, oh, wow, <sighs> this is exciting, social media. And I told myself I was going to take a day off from work. I took a day off. I went to the events. In fact, I don't think there are no more than 20 people at that event. You know, LinkedIn um, was still very recent then, if you ask me. Yes, in Nigeria, yeah. especially yeah. a lot of people were not doing it. Yeah. And, and so it came as a shock, right? So I yeah. went, I, 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 I told myself I was going to be intentional that year. Yeah. So I went for the event and I listened to these guys speak. These guys were speaking and I was totally motivated. It was like, something just turned on a switch like a switch just went on i was like sure you don't the door since you have been dulling yourself since. like you have been placing yourself in a how i say it in a cave and you're not coming out and they talked about how you can network how to network how to connect with people how to engage with people on social media they talked about all these things and i was just so I learn everything. I, and and I, I'm a very fast learner. I learn very, very fast. Like if I see something, I can learn and I can replicate. Yeah. Even though when we worked in customer service, I they gave me a couple of awards. I did a couple of amazing jobs, but I was not fulfilled. That's not what I wanted to yeah. do. So after the event, after the networking event, I sat down and I told myself that I was going to be more intentional. I was going to be attending more networking events. And anytime I see networking events, I go there. I meet with people, I have conversations with people, people tell me how they're using social media, especially how they're using LinkedIn to get connection. And I'm like, ah, how are these guys doing it, right? How are they making it happen? And then um, I told myself that I was going to be volunteering. Since I was thinking of transitioning from customer experience to um, going into a marketing role or a media role, yeah. so I decided yeah. that I was going to volunteer right in some certain yeah. rules so a couple of people started saying they are doing events they want people to manage their social media they want people to do content for them and i said oh i can write i have this talent for writing in fact when i was in i was working for the telecoms organization i did a write. i did a competition where i won a gift for writing an ad huh. right I like a, a copy like a copy yeah, yeah. i won a gift for it i was giving a gift I was giving an award. It was huge and everything. I was like, I have this talent. This telecoms company can't see that I'm talented. Unfortunately, that's how life is. They can't see that I'm talented. I'm going to die in this place. Yeah. So I volunteered for a couple of people. And I was helping them manage pages. I'll write content for them. I'll do everything. I'll do promotions. I started joining WhatsApp groups. I started doing all those ones. But there was this particular guy that actually noticed me. And I, he was organizing an event, that was in 2018. It was a sales conference and I got to that event. I was doing everything like I was the owner of the event. The so event. I never knew that. Was yeah, I never knew that this guy was a thank you, was watching what I was doing. And even his friend was even watching what I was doing. I didn't know they had the whole discussion. So in that same 2018, I told myself, okay, I think that was, that should be 20, not 2018, that should be 2017, 2018. So I told myself well, that I was going to resign that 2017 and there was no going back. I was going to resign. And on December 15th or so, I told my team leader, I'm not coming back to work. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm going. And then on December 25th, 
no, 23rd, I received a call from that same guy, that guy that was a company, like, you know, I want to employ you. I saw you, I saw the way you were doing at that event, and I like what you're doing. I like the content. I like it. I'm starting a business, um, and I want you to come in as a media person. And oh. he said, are you free? I said, sir, I'm totally free. I'm not doing anything. I'm totally free. It was like opportunity meets, meets luck, or how they say it, or opportunity meets preparation. Luck is when opportunity meets preparation. So yeah, it just came at the right time. Like, uh, I had already resigned, and this job just came. So it was not like I was out of job for any reason. I wasn't uh, out of the job. I got into you the... resigned yourself. Exactly. I got yeah. into the job, and I got in, into the media space. And that was because I had volunteered, I had done a lot of things, and people had seen that I could do it. And it brought me in, and um, I worked with him for close to almost two years. He trained me. In fact, he was one of the best people that I knew that I knew about sales. Hmm. Like, he's a sales guru. He trained wow. me, did everything. And, of course, with my talent and all the things that I could do, my writing and everything, we did a couple of few things for the company, and it was amazing working for them. Right. But at one point in time, I told myself I was not satisfied again. You know, basically, what hard work is more work. Right. I decided that I I was so, when COVID came, I resigned. But I'm not advising anyone to do it. You need guts to be able to make some decisions that I'm making. I would never advise anybody to resign. Yeah. But as of the time I was resigning, I had already built my personal brand. Okay, you, you kind of had a cushion. Yes, so I already built my personal brand. Yeah. So I leveraged my personal brand to get some side gigs and to get some jobs that was doing by the side. So then again, not that I resigned, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I had some side gigs, exactly. So I had some yeah. side gigs, I left my personal brand that yeah. I've been building over the years on LinkedIn. I leveraged on that. And for the next one, almost two years, I was freelancing, doing jobs mm-hmm. and doing stuff like that doing conferences i did that but then again you know freelancing you get tired it's not yeah. easy to be freelancing i can tell you for freelancing you had this thing that you can never do right and then again i told myself that i think i want to go back to the workforce and had a conversation with one of my friends uh, my friend just entered a, a fintech space as well but it was in the credit side and i was telling my friend that oh, I, I was the one that even wrote her cv for her to get the job <laughs> we prepped for our interview everything I got the job, and you know she's been, and so people like that. So you need to understand people in your circle. If you're not with motivated people, or people in your circle are not motivated and they are not aspiring for higher things, yeah, you know you be motivated. So she was moving to the next stage, and I was moving, and we're you know holding each other by the hand. And I called her one day and I said, "Hey, I'm tired of this freelancing line. I want to get another job, and I want fintech." Yeah, that's what I told her. And she was laughing. I said, This is not a laughing matter. I said, I give myself three months. That's the target. And then I I I sent a couple of DMs to some fintech CEOs. They did not answer me. You know, cold call, nobody answered me. Um, I did a couple of interviews. So I did one for one particular fintech in the auto service. That was already in progress. And then like I said before, it's always good to network, to have a community, to build. Referrals go a long way to get job, honestly. I don't think yeah. I've ever applied. Since I left customer experience. I don't think I've applied for any job. Most of the jobs I've gotten, gigs, are true referrals, people I know. So I had hosted an event 
um, I hosted an event, and in that event, somebody in the group that I created, the community was an HR person. I posted that there's a new fintech coming up, it's a startup. They are looking for a media and communications person. That startup had no name, nothing, no background. They had no website, no anything. And the person said they are just like piggy-based and career-wise. I was like, okay, I'm going to apply and for the job. So I had two jobs. And then the auto job, I had already done at stage one, stage two, stage three. In fact, I spoke to their head of marketing for the regional, oh. this thing. I, I was already tired of the interviews because I mean, <laughs> And you are giving me four interview stages. So as of the third interview, the other one, the FinTech, I already had one interview with them. In fact, I had a network issue. I thought I was going to, I was not going to pass the interview. And then I got a call on, because one of the things, aside from preparing, preparation meeting opportunity, is the fact that yeah. God is also a factor. I won't lie. Yeah. God is some of the things that you do. Yeah. You can, but if you have God factor, I don't know, if, if, there is, you have supernatural speed, right? Yeah. It's not beyond, it's really normal. And then I can remember our pastor saying that day, because um, I attend Celebration Church International. Yes. So he said something. He said, there's somebody here. You are going to receive your job today. It was a Sunday morning. <laughs> and I lifted my hand. I said, God, it Man, is me. Yeah, I don't know who you are talking to. And I said, God, I know that it is me. Hmm. And after the, you know, miracles like that have never happened to me, to be honest. Like, yeah. well, I just kid it. I just kid it me. And exactly two o'clock, someone just called me and I want to offer you this job. In fact, I offer you wow. twice the amount that we wanted to pay you. Hmm. And blah, blah, blah. Ha! I was like, oh my God, miracle has happened to me. I've seen miracle <laughs> in my life. <laughs> miracle in my life i was so happy and i told him that i was going to think about it and then the other guys the auto guys called me and they were like okay you're going for a fourth interview <laughs> i just i just opened my email i just wrote an email i said thank you for this offer but unfortunately i just got another offer which is giving me double the amount and giving me a higher position and a higher title yeah. I'm sorry I go for that at this point. Would you like me to recommend a friend? That was the sweetest meal I've ever sent in my life. <laughs> like, I'm rejecting an offer. You get. Yeah. So it was so sweet to say. It was so exciting. Like, when people are looking for a job, you are rejecting job. Yeah. You know, you yeah. Know, so you're in a position you, of You know, power what, what crossed my mind as you spoke was that God announced that job before it came so that when it happens, you always refer to to his hand in the whole process, you know. Yeah, I don't know if you yes. get my point, but the idea was just to okay, Shemu, you've been waiting for job. I had picked to <laughs> something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was exciting and I got the job and I, I moved into fintech just within nothing less than a month after I told my friend, even that same friend, we we even prepped for the interview. We were to see me together. We are somebody that we like to move each other and ginger each other. So she's always progressing and he inspires uh, me to also progress. I said, people in your circle are also important to your progress. What kind of people do you have? Are they the kind of people that will motivate you? Are they the kind of people that, you know, they're just going to sit down and say the world has ended? No. 
you need people in your circle that are moving at the speed of light. Yeah. You know, as I speak to you, she's somebody that she's already moved to the next stage. Uh-huh. And I'm at this point, I'm trying to move to the next stage again. So there's no waiting in this group that we are. This was our business lacking. <laughs> if you slack, you'll be left behind. So everybody's moving that. at a very fast and exciting pace. So that was how I moved to FinTech. And I've been there for almost two years now. It's been exciting, you know. You, it's, it's just a few years. People, I've gotten to a point where, you know, it took some people a lot of years to get to. I got to it within a period of five to six years. Right? But after I had like six years of not knowing what to do, just yeah. how my you, how can I solve your problem, customer experience. It was a boring, you yeah. know, stuff. I didn't even know what to do. I had, there was nothing, there was no direction. I think one of the things that helped me was the fact that when I was working for that telecoms company, that competition where they said that, we should write an ad copy or this thing that I think that was, yeah. I think taking that point helped me a lot because it showed that I was talented. I had something eating, but I just needed an opportunity for me to showcase what I had. And when I saw what happened, that really ignited me and just changed everything. I changed my perspective to, you know, everything. So I think social media too is amazing, right? It could be yeah. Twitter. Mine was thing for me. It could be Twitter for that person. It could be Facebook yeah. for that person. It could be Instagram for that person. So depending on where you are, it could change anything about what you are doing. So so that post, that networking post was just it for me. Yeah. It just came at the right time for me. So I think it's key. Networking, then backing on referrals, creating Event. a community, go for events, yeah. go for events. Having yes, a plan B before you quit. <laughs> yes, and have a yeah. plan B before you quit. Yeah. You quit. You do you have a personal brand? Do you have something to follow? Yeah. Do you have something that will give you 30k or 40k at least? Buy data oh, for you. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. It's not that you just quit and, you know, life has ended for you. You know, you want to make informed decision before you quit. Yeah, right. and the, the last of it is the God factor, which happens to put everything in place, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, the God factor. But the God factor does not work if you are not... You've not implemented not every other part of it. Exactly, exactly. If I didn't go for an interview, nobody, nobody. would give me an offer later. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah. It's not possible. So I, I think the God factor is... You know, it's your supernatural advantage over every other person out there. Uh, it's a, it's, a super, it's an advantage. Yeah. It's an advantage that you can have. But I think Dusun Echo has a song that talks about your advantage over every every other person out there. It's an advantage. Maybe some people it might not be, but I think that you know, for for me, it's something that work and you know, I really appreciate in my life. This short space of time. The progress, the fact that um, even it doesn't matter where you are right now, you know, whether you're in, whether you're in a role in sales that you don't want to be, you know, you just need to go out more, look for those things that can inspire you, you know, get into a group of people that are burning for progress. Yeah. They might not have everything prepared out, right? But you can see that. These people are burning for progress. These people want to change. They want to move from point A to point B. So every time you see them doing something, you are inspired to do better, yeah. right? 
my my friend had an event just a tedx event that just passed the event was amazing right and i'm inspired to do something much more better so that's the yeah. race that you want so what friends do you have in your circle i think that when i was in customer experience customer experience i think the kind of people that i was rolling we were not people that were you know inspiring motivating so everybody was just dull. Everybody was like, oh, it's like, now here we go die. You. I told myself, I'm not dying on this salary. I'm not dying on this job. There's something out there for me and I need to find it. I need to rediscover myself. You meant leaving this job, which I was comfortable on, you know, I needed to take the next step. But it takes you to be bold to be able to do that and take the next step. So some people, People took for me, it took me about six years, you know, to get my standing. Some people it's take them one or you know, two years for those that are gonna to listen to it. Um, I just take a few months for you to discover yourself and then poof. Yeah, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, one thing I'm taking away from all you said today is the fact that clarity brings um speed. You know, you you were able to eventually find what your what kind of bonds your like what brings that passion out of you and that was at the point you started making you know you were you were all out there volunteering for roles like that suited where you were headed and eventually it paid off at some point i, I know you did all of that for free not even knowing what the next step would be so i i think one thing our listeners should also keep very close to their hearts is that Perhaps where you are at the moment might be because you are yet to get clarity as to where you are going. So perhaps we should invest more in knowing what we want out of life, knowing what our strengths are. For you, you are very cool writing stories. And unknown to you, that would be your dope, right? So mm -hmm. we should invest in getting to know our skill sets, knowing what is comfortable for us. Comfortable not in the passive sense but in the sense that okay what gives you that passion what wakes you every morning or what would we wake you up tomorrow and you can do so quickly we'll be rounding up but before we go i i don't know is there any one word you leave for anybody who will listen to this episode what's that one sentence one phrase you want to leave for them that should keep them going so one word uh i'll just put it together like this way um the the magic of networking online of what i've learned the magic of networking online happens offline when you're able to bring the relationships that you've made online and bring it offline yeah. they can open a lot of doors for you so it's not enough to build those relationships online. talk to people online take that relationship offline and i'll tell you that that is where the magic of networking happens that's where you're able to put a face to the name and you are able to people are able to like connect with you and you know refer you talk to you engage you know you one-on-one -on -one. It, it's really amazing what that can do for you so we're all over twitter that chatting with all these people meet them offline go for coffee yeah. i'm not saying but be watching out you don't know we are just watch out for some people <laughs> not someone that will be happy yeah you know? i get <laughs> I, I think that in a very good setting you can go out for coffee people that you are chatting with online have conversations with them let them know you offline so that they will remember you 
And when you're in their face all the time, they will never ever forget about you. You'll be the first person on their mind. Oh, like, yeah. you, they'll always remember you. So I think that that's going to be a takeaway for anybody mm-hmm. in this era of social media and internet. You know, you, you don't have to knock on people's door. You don't have to go to a company and knock on the door of the company. And the gatesman will not even allow you to enter with your CV. The, they will stop you from the gate. But would they stop you when you message the CEO? When you chat on the CEO's comments, nobody. There are no gatekeepers. There are no doors. Thank you, gatekeepers. Thanks for listening. Hope this episode was worth your listening pleasure. You can visit our Facebook page at Mindac Africa to listen to our other episodes. We are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other popular podcast platforms. Thank you.